Thank you for tuning in to this audio-only podcast presentation. This is week 135 of the Lindahl Letter publication. A new edition arrives every Friday. This week, the topic under consideration for the Lindahl Letter is pulling aggregation models. I read and really enjoyed the book by Nate Silver from 2012 about predictions. It's still on my bookshelf. Strangely enough, the cover is faded more than any other book on the shelf. Nate Silver's 2012, The Signal and the Noise, Why So Many Predictions Fail But Some Don't by Penguin. That book from Nate is sitting just a few books over from Armstrong's Principles of Forecasting, a book that I have referenced a number of times before. It will probably be referenced more as we move ahead as well. It's a resource that just keeps on giving. Math is funny like that. Armstrong 2001 Principles of Forecasting, a handbook for researchers, practitioners. My podcast feed for years has included the 538 podcast where I listen to Nate and Galen talk about good and bad uses of polling. Sadly, it does not currently feature Nate after the recent changes over at 538. They reported on and ranked a lot of polling within the 538 ecosystem of content. Model talk and the the good or bad use of polling were staples in the weekly pod journey. I really thought at some point they would take all that knowledge about reviewing, rating, and offering critiques of polling to do some actual polling work. Instead, they mostly offered polling aggregation, which is what we're going to talk about today on the website. They did it really well, and the infographics they built were very compelling. Today, Setting up and running a polling organization is is different from before. A single person could run a large amount of it thanks to the automation that now exists. An organization with funding to set up automation and run the polling using an IVR and some type of dialogue flow. Seriously, you could build a bot setup that placed calls to people and completed a survey in in a very conversational way. That still runs into the same problem that phone survey methods are going to face. I screen, personally, I screen out all non-contact, contact-based phone calls, and I'm not the only person doing that. Cold calls are are just not an effective way for business or polling in 2023, and it raises, you know, the the rise of phone assistants that can effectively block out noise like that are going to make the phone methodology even harder to utilize. It's it's hard to make a, well, hold on here. It's hard to make a hype-based drum roll on a written page. You're going to have to imagine it for me to get ready on this next sentence. Now that you are imagining that drum roll, get, get ready for a year of people make, talking about AI in the 2024 election. <laughs> it probably won't get crypto bad in terms of the hype train showing up to nowhere, but it will get loud. I'm going to contribute to that dialogue, but hopefully in the softest possible way. Yes, I'm, I'm walking right into that by reflecting on the outcome of my actions while simultaneously writing about them during this missive. You can see an article from way back in November 2020 talking about how AI does show some potential to gauge voter sentiment. That was before all the generative AI and agent hype started. Things are changing rapidly in the space, and I'm super curious about what can actually be accomplished I'm spending time every day learning about this and working on figuring out ways to implement this before the next major presidential election in 2024. An article from The Atlantic caught my attention as it talked about how nobody responds to polls anymore and stated it started to dig 
into what AI could possibly do in that space, micro-targeting. Um, it even referenced the 1960 Kennedy campaign. That was an interesting read for sure, but you could veer over to the venture beat to read about how AI fared against regular pollsters in the 2020 election. That article offered a few names to watch out for and, and dig into a little more, including KC Core Analytics, Expert AI, and Poly. We will see a massive numbers of groups purporting to use AI in this next election cycle. Even the Brookings Institute has started to share some thoughts on how AI will transform the next presidential election. You could read something from Scientific America where people are predicting the AI could take over and undermine democracy. Dire predictions abound, and those will probably also accelerate as the AI hype train pulls up to election station during the 24 election cycle. Some of the new technology is even being developed into nonprofits to help track voters at the polls. What's next for the $1 letter? Week 136, econometric election models. Week 137, tracking political registration. Week 138, prediction markets and time series analysis. Week 139, machine learning election models. Week 140, proxy models. If you enjoyed this content, then please take a moment and share it with a friend. If you are new to the Lindahl Letter, then please consider subscribing. New editions arrive every Friday. Thank you and enjoy the week ahead.